Welcome to The Journey Expressed, where we love to talk about faith, friendship, and the more of God. I'm Mel Boyd, and with me is my amazing friend and mother, Jen Houston. Oh, thank you, Mel. I'm not your mother, but yes, I am a mother. (laughs) You're so sweet. It's so good to be here. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So we're continuing our conversation from uh, last week. That was part one. This will be part two of what we affectionately call encouragement from moms to moms. We are sharing wisdom from moms that have influenced us, mentored us, walked and supported us in this journey that we call motherhood. So grab your coffee or your tea, whatever you like. Find your comfy spot, your happy place. Or your minivan. Or your your minivan. (laughs) That's right. For this special episode that will be filled with hope and wisdom. So Jen, can you start us off? Yes, I can. Our first bit of wisdom today is coming from a woman who is both friend and mentor to Mel and I, and we used to all go to church together. She is a mother of 10 and a grandmother of many, (laughs) and those who know her probably already know who we're talking about, Lisa Johnson. Yes. Lisa, you are going to leave an amazing legacy, and we're so grateful for your influence. And friend, Here is what Lisa Johnson has to share with you. Your children won't break. Take them with you in any kind of weather. Don't make your house too quiet when they sleep. Let them get used to life around them, not everyone altering their life around the child. Travel, make them used to noise. Let them get used to the noise of a bustling full home. She also goes on to share with us that if you teach a child self-control, You don't have to control them. You won't have to have so many rules because they will be able to rule themselves. She also shares that the narrow way is just following Jesus step by step. It's not a fundamental list of do's and don'ts. It's a step-by-step obedience to Jesus. So put your eyes on Jesus. I think that's so freeing, Mel. It's it not like, okay, here's a list to do. And, and that's one of the things that we wanted to make sure that we conveyed early on in this episode is, friends, just take one or two pieces of things that, that resonate within your heart and let them sink in and transform you. You don't have to take all of this. It's just here to, to be an encouragement to you. But I love Lisa's freedom here. It just breeds so much freedom. Just follow Jesus. Yep. That's right. So Lisa goes on to say, a prayer that she has prayed over and over is this, Lord, do not lay my sins to my kids' charge. Do not let my shortcomings and weaknesses break them. Lisa says that she's always been mightily aware that she's a sinner in need of a Savior, and she battles daily to subjugate her flesh under the rule of her redeemed spirit. And second to last bit of wisdom from Lisa Love, love, unconditional love, like 1 Corinthians 13, 4, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. And the very last bit of wisdom that Lisa would like to leave with all of us is from Titus 2, 
She encourages all of us to get with other moms to have their wisdom imparted. You are not alone, and we are called into community to have wisdom shared. That is great. I think just that right there, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Just as we know ourselves and that we've been surrounded by an amazing community of moms. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, anyone out there listening, if sometimes you feel isolated and alone, you're not. Yeah. You are not alone. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lisa. Yes. So our next contributor, our mom, amazing mom and mentor and friend to both myself and Jen, is Marty Barkey. Mm-hmm. We, I think... We all have a Marty Barkey file. We have a, a Lisa Johnson file. We have a Marty Barkey yep. file. And uh, she is part of a prayer group uh, with uh, two other women. And also she's a mother of four adult children and grandmother to eight. So this is um, just a little story in the beginning that Marty shares. When our kids were little, they would ask, Mommy, Mommy, can you do this with me? And I would just say, just a minute. It really was my excuse to put them off because I had something else I was doing. I found that if you give your child 10 minutes of attention, you'll get 30 to 60 minutes of doing your tasks. And she goes on to say, I gave them more than that. (laughs) She gave more than 10 minutes, of course. But um, she would sit down with them and read them a book and play with them intentionally. And then later she said she would reap the harvest of uninterrupted time. Hmm. I thought that was a good, mm-hmm. good wisdom. Yeah, I'm kind of past that now. I'm in the teenage years, so <laughs> I'm kind of still there with my son. He's always yes. wanting to throw the ball or do something. Oh. So it's super fun. Yes, <laughs> super active. <laughs> yes, but it, the, you will reap the harvest, Jen. Amen. Yes, Marty also goes on to say, "Don't say no just because it causes you to have to spend time to do something extra. Say yes more than you say no." Wow, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, She also goes on to say, know yourself to lead others. In order to grow and be the best mom you can be, it's important to deal with your own issues because they will impact your own kids and you will pass them on if you aren't going towards those things that are difficult. Mm -hmm. And I just want to stop and share just something real brief in, in vulnerability and being real. I remember when the kids were younger, I think Liam was probably like, I don't know, six. Esther was like three. And Esther had this beautiful long hair. And I walked into the playroom and I looked on the floor and I thought, hmm, there's lots of hair on the floor. (laughs) Liam had cut Esther's hair. Oh, my. And I lost it. I don't know why. I just did. I lost it. I just, this anger rose up. It was like, I mean, legit rage. And I did not hurt my kids, but I threw a toy across the room. <laughs> you had a temper tantrum. I did. It's hard to imagine thank you. that, Mel. Yeah. Really, but. No, thank you for calling it out for what it was. It was a temper tantrum. But in that moment, I, I stopped and went, whoa, this is not good. I do not want this. And so I just, I went towards it. And mm-hmm. I got help. Mm-hmm. I really did because I, I was like, I don't, I don't want to continue that pattern. Mm. So, um, also, Marty goes on to say, ask, ask for wisdom from your own mother mm-hmm. or older women. You know, we've seen that we have older women in our own lives. There's a legacy to be passed down, and there's something so beautiful, and there's such an opportunity to. Ask them questions and pull out stories from their lives and ask for this wisdom Mm -hmm. from these older women. And it really is amazing how that's been passed to us and how we can pass that down to our own children. Mm 
And so she's just saying, you know, it takes time, but you want to find people to pour out their legacy. And she also says, look for people who can call you up to your highest potential and spend time with them. Mm. Well, that is Marty Mm. in my life. When I, I mean, even now, but when, especially when the kids were younger in that place of motherhood, I remember many phone calls outside walking up and down the sidewalk on the phone with her, just Mm. spilling it out. And she would just call me up. Mm -hmm. Encourage you. She'd encourage me and call me out of the pit. Mm -hmm. And so thank you, Marty. Yeah, it's important. And we're so blessed. I just want to take a minute to say we're so rich relationally with the mentors that we are able to be connected to, to convey their wisdom with you, our friends, our listeners. So I hope that you are able to treasure um, some of these words of wisdom as we have as well. Yes. Marty had her kids memorize Psalm 1. She felt like it was a powerful passage. And also Philippians 4, 1 through 8. Jen, these scriptures keep coming up, don't mm-hmm, they? They this, do. Yes. This is the scriptures about think on things that are lovely and pure, and there's that list, and it's amazing. And she said, especially when one of her sons was plagued with negativity, and that really, going over those scriptures helped break the cycle of that. Mm, that's that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, she also... I thought this was really a precious memory that she shares. She shares about when her kids would go to school, she would pray over them. She'd pray over them mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally. And then she would say the ironic blessing, which mm. we all know and globally now over COVID, that was the Carrie Job and Cody Karn song. Oh, yeah. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. That's the ironic blessing. And so as they grew up, they would continue to do that, and they would gather around in a big circle before school started in a big, you know, big giant hug, and they would say the ironic blessing together and just laugh together. So um, just creating memories like Mm, that is so sweet. Yeah. is, Is so good. Yeah, and just weaving in the truth of Scripture. And I know in our first part of this conversation, Debbie Franklin had also pulled in the importance of praying, speaking, Scripture, and blessing because it doesn't return void. That's right. So I really like how Marty turned this into such a joy-filled memory that they regularly did together. I think that's so precious. Yes. So Marty got this from her mom, and I've also had this told to me by my mom, is the phrase, this too shall pass. Mm. Her son taught her about this 48-hour thing, and she said, if you have a crisis or you need to discipline a child or you're dealing with a conflict, you wait 48 hours, and that way you will have a different perspective and there will be a shift I thought this was really good advice, not just, I just want to insert, not just for parenting, but for marriage and for relationships, Mm -hmm. for leadership, yes. For when your son cuts your daughter's hair. (laughs) You know, just saying. Jen, ouch. (laughs) Just kidding. Wow, okay. (laughs) So during that 48 hours, you can pray, you can take prayer walks, you can pray scripture, and you can worship Mm. in that time. Yeah, and just being attentive to the Lord, transforming your heart, and maybe letting those high emotions settle yes. before dealing with the the actual issue that needs to be dealt with. Yes, that's good. I'm going to implement this. This is good. <laughs> so Marty goes on to say that um, she also talks about inhibitions or fears that we can face 
And we, you know, we don't want to let fear hold us back Mm -hmm. as parents, as mothers, and put us in a box, really limiting God's adventure. Mm -hmm. I love that word for our lives and our kids. So I think you, Jen, you have an example of this. Yeah, when I was just listening to you convey the things that Marty had shared with you, it made me think of, you know, when our kids express to us something new that they want to um, take part in, but, you know, it wasn't something that we thought would be the number one pick, you know, and I'll just give the example. My son recently, he's in fifth grade, surprised us all by saying he wanted to try out for the fifth grade musical. And here, our athlete, completely active, busy <laughs> son, you know, who's always just done sports, and we just kind of, well, that's what he's done. I guess that's what he'll do. Decides he wants to take a shot at the arts. It was like, what? Who are you? <laughs> and at first, I was just like, I don't, is this a world we want to get into, you know? And I, I thankfully got excited because I, I kind of do like new things and I like change and that kind of thing. But um, it, it took me a minute to just be like, okay, let's do this. And he, doggone it, he blew us all away. He tried out and he got the lead boy role in this musical and he <laughs> did fantastic. Now, did he blow everybody away? No. But did he do his best and did he sing and did he have to hold a girl's hand? He did it all. And it's we amazing. are so crazy proud of him. And after that experience, he raised his hand in choir class and asked to try out for a solo. And he's just blossoming in this whole new world that I could have been fearful and just said no but this is who this is part of his journey and who he is and it's really fun to let him explore let him blossom and honestly it's the first thing that one of our kids have done without our prompting and it's so exciting yeah it's so light and joyful to just be able to support this so yeah i guess you know that that was kind of me getting over inhibitions or expectations of what i thought putting my box my kids into a box it's, mm-hmm. it really is an adventure i love that marty used that word yes yes i love that too So Marty just uh, finishes with saying, I want to be the mother and the grandmother who honors the Lord, who listens well to the Lord when I'm with my children and their spouses and my grandchildren and love them well into the kingdom. Mm. Wow, Marty. Thank you so much. And we know Marty has so much to offer as all of our friends and mentors that have contributed. But this is golden. Yes. Well, I'm going to move on to our next contributor, and this contributor asked to remain anonymous, which we, we gave the option for that. Um, this person is has two grown children and four grandchildren, and she shares the best advice with us is when she was a young, new mother, someone approached her and said, let me help you. She said that this was one of the hardest lessons for her, learning to receive help from someone. And she just said she was incredibly blessed by a mom of three who took her under her wing when she had her first baby and realized these babies don't come with instruction books. (laughs) No, they don't. (laughs) She said that saying yes to that help was hard because it was humbling. But seeing things like don't sweat the small stuff, choose your battles, love unconditionally, The dirty dishes don't really matter. 
live and in action, it helped her to tame some of the insecurities of being a new mom. I mean, we've heard all those things, Mel, like don't sweat the small stuff, you know, let the dishes pile up. But when you actually go into your friend's home and you see that they've welcomed you in with dirty dishes, doesn't it make you feel a little bit more comfortable? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she got to live that firsthand. And she was just saying she learned so much from that to relax. That advice continues through every age. She learned to watch other moms and seek the wisdom of someone who's been there and that could trust to give godly advice. A favorite prayer of hers that she's prayed is, God, help me to see my kids with your eyes, to hear their hearts, not just their words. Help me to know what unconditional love looks like. Some days all I could pray was, Lord, help me. I learned really early, though, not to underestimate prayer and to look for the answers. I can't tell you how many times I missed God's answer because it wasn't what I was looking for. A lot of aha moments in hindsight. And the last thing she leaves with us is this advice. Trust the Lord loves your children even more than you do. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 is a great verse for parenting. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. She closes with this. There will be days you feel invisible or that you're failing on every level. You're not. God sees you and is right there beside you, loving you and working with you to shape those little beings He's entrusted to you. How encouraging is that? Very encouraging. You're not alone. No, that's right. And can I just add, it says little beings, also big size beings too. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Because we never stop mothering. No. (laughs) We're always going to be a mother. So thank you to our anonymous friend and mentor. Yes. Well, this, um, this next mom also wants to be anonymous. This was very um, tender. This was very tender as I read this from her. And it's very, and I can tell this is very tender and coming from a deep place within her. So I just want to read it out. And I, we really hope that reading this out will encourage um, all of you, but encourage some moms that are really struggling mm-hmm. with maybe some, some children that are not going the direction that you desire, that you've prayed for, or um, in that sense. So mm, That's good, Mel. Here it is. So I've been thinking a lot about this. I almost told you that I didn't want to give anything. Parenting for us has been a long and painful journey that we have fought so hard to survive and succeed at. It's not over. I always thought that after they left my house that I would be able to let go and let them just live. Not true. So with that in mind, I'd definitely rather remain anonymous, and what I have to share is only my experience. I do believe the advice is sound in reference to all kids. I wish someone would have drilled this home to me when I was younger. My advice is never lose your child's heart, no matter how far you have to sink with them. Remain connected and in their trust, no matter what they walk through. Being willing to traverse their darkness might be something you have to face. You will know if there is a day that you have to step back, but I feel like Christians in particular feel like they can, should step back as soon as their child starts sinning. Jesus walked with sinners. As parents, we can walk very close with our children, even while they make terrible choices. We don't have to condone the choices, but must love and connection stop? Yes, it's very uncomfortable. It can feel dirty and contaminating, 
But that love might be the one thing they can still see through all the stuff. There is a place that is void of tangible love. I've seen it. As a mom, I can't justify letting my kids go there without knowing that the one person in their life that should never give up on them is still here. So to avoid misinterpretation, I want to state clearly that I am completely convinced that the Lord has my kids and loves them more than I do. Without that knowledge, we would not have made it through some of the seasons that we have walked. I also would not have the hope that I have as we continue to walk. I've been personally challenged by the Lord to examine what His love looks like in the circumstances that we've walked with our kids. It completely blows my mind every time I try to take it in. His love is greater and goes deeper than our imagination can go. How far will we partner with Him in loving our kids? This can be a painful question with very difficult realities. He never leaves us. He never gives up. He never throws in the towel. I will not give up. I've wanted too many times, but each of my kids is worth it. I'm worth it. You and yours are worth it. Jesus said so. We need strong, committed parents that will bleed with their kids Satan's tactics are to chew them up and spit them out, and it happens so fast. This world can get so ugly, and yet we are called to love those in it. This will include the dark and dirty. Loving our kids through their stuff is just a training ground for us and them. We love because we have been greatly loved. Wow. That is really powerful. Yeah, Mel. And I think we've we've very specifically ended with this mm-hmm. because it's tender. And I really believe with all of my heart this will speak to specific moms mm-hmm. that are struggling right now and can really feel this and are going through this. So we want to take this opportunity and we want to pray. We want to pray for all of you. We want to pray for us. Um, we need... Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we want to say that too, that one of the scriptures that has been so significant for me is it's in Joel. And it says that the Lord will restore the years that the locusts have eaten. Mm-hmm. And one of my prayers is always, God, come and fill. Come and fill my weakness. Come and fill my failings. Come come and fill the gaps that I'm leaving as just because I'm human. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Mel, as you're speaking, I just remember one thing that Pastor David Chadwick that I get to work with says is, if you have a praying mom, you're toast. (laughs) (laughs) So to, to all of us, to the moms listening, never give up. Keep praying. Because really, the the Lord is going to hunt you down. (laughs) Chase, I should say chase. The Lord is going to chase you down. So never give up, moms. Yeah, that's really good, Jen. So let's take a moment and, um, and pray together. Lord, thank you. Thank you that ultimately you've given us so many resources. You've given us other moms that have walked this path ahead of us. And Lord, um, we have we have such a richness in our community, but ultimately, God, you are the greatest counselor. You are the greatest parenting model that we have, mm-hmm. and we thank you for that, that mm-hmm. you are with us always. We are never alone, 
And Lord, you give us hope in the hard, and you give us hope in the in the good and the joy and the adventure. Lord, I pray specifically for those moms that after reading this last um, mom's heart that was so tender, and Lord, I, we just pray for those moms who are really struggling right now, mm-hmm. who feel like they are walking through with their kids in the dark and the dirty, and um, and maybe they feel like they're a little bit lost. God, I pray you would come and meet them. Mm-hmm. Right now, wherever they are, I pray that your presence would come and bring your peace and bring your clarity and bring your wisdom into that situation, those situations. Father, we also pray for the moms with young ones who are, um, it's it's just very, we talk about how older it's mentally challenging when it's, when they're younger, it's very physically challenging and the weariness and being tired. I just pray that they would just feel your presence and your peace and your yeah. grace in in that season. And for moms in every season, God, we pray that you would um, just you'd speak to all of us and, and reassure us that your grace is sufficient, is enough for us mm-hmm. in our weakness, and your power is made great in our weakness. God, we thank you for that. So, Lord, thank you, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Mel, and thank you so much to all of our contributors today. We're so grateful for you, and you will continue to impact our lives, and we're we're so blessed and rich because you're a part of that. So if you've not had a chance to listen to part one, that was released already, so go back and listen to that. And we will also be continuing. There's more. This was so rich. <laughs> and we just, we, and, and again, we just want to say there are just so many mamas out there that we didn't ask, but we ca- we could ask. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to have part three. That's right. We've yeah. got more coming. There's more coming. So stay tuned and come back and join us on the Journey Expressed. <laughs>